This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. In the words of the President of the United States, I am the least racist person in the room. Hey, have fun with it. Eric Lee Show, Richens, Courtney Carson, Dominique, Downtown Decatur. It's Friday. Away we go. WSOY, now Decatur.com. This is the Eric Lee Show with Richland Community College's Courtney Carson, presented by Decatur Earthmover Credit Union. Try to start almost every show with an inspirational quote, an actual quote. Many of them are from legendary presidents. <laughs> and some of them are funny. And some of them at one point will be, uh, you know, mistaken, misquotes. And, but, but, but not often is it the, the one quote that you should probably never say unless you want everybody in the room to not like you. <laughs> <laughs> I, some people are saying that's a racist thing to say. I don't. I don't know. I don't necessarily see it as a racist thing to say. But the president last night when they're talking about race, well, he's trying to down Biden. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine just being like the guy on the camera, just looking around after he? What he? What did he just? You say? don't even. You don't even know me. <laughs> I am the least. I'm the least racist person. Racist in the room. person in the room. He gets called out for a lot of things he says, and they're just goofy things that he says. I don't necessarily always think it means we have to uh, have a, a seven-hour conversation hey, on CNN about it. I'm Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, did you watch last night at all? Yeah, man, I thought it was a lot of memes, and I thought it was, there was a oh, lot yeah. of memes in the debate. Like, I really want to go purchase a shirt that says i'm joe biden i think it'll sell <laughs> like who built the cages joe <laughs> who built the cages they come in on coyotes uh yeah is that a term for people did he mean nobody called him on it yeah so i don't know what he meant yeah I, do, do, I, do, do, I, do people, do people in that mexico literal. honestly put their babies on coyotes that's what i i looked into it yeah and that's what i heard really? i mean not not her. I but thought it was either that or like a coyote was a term for somebody that just ran babies across the border. Dude, yeah. But, I don't but nobody ever called him out, so clearly he didn't misspeak or anything. It's just right. a term I've never heard before. Or an actual real phrase that, yeah. <laughs> that happened. That ever. I watch about the second half it's, of it. I think he's talking more about uh, a coyote is usually someone who helps uh, guide people. So it's a term. Yeah, for, okay. it's a person who helps guide people across. I had never world. heard that term. It makes sense. It's kind of where my brain went. But... Mind you, but, too. but it might also say, like in the 1800s, like you know how you'd pack up belongings on horses or I don't know camels, depending on where. Maybe maybe they packed up things on actual coyotes back in the day. Maybe that's where the term came from. Hey, like, <laughs> and I hope. Listen to my Trump supporter friends. I love you. Do not do not judge what I'm about to say, but <laughs> Trump. Make some no, of that the is the funniest. worst way to start a comment. Right. <laughs> Not, <laughs> to my Trump supporter friends, you're about to hate me. For right. No, no, they shouldn't. They should laugh. But his facial expressions, man, are they not hilarious? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's, he is Dude. a he is a he, 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 n- n- not in an offensive way. He, he is a pretty funny president. Yeah. Not trying to be comedic. Right. He's just funny. Yeah. And it's like Bush was funny because you know, he said some dumb things, but he had good. He had funny facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Obama. It's kind of funny because he was cool about some right, things. Right, he was cool he'd, about... He'd, he'd be over cool about something. Yeah, but Trump is funny, man. You know what Trump is when it all comes down to... Just the comments like this. He's a New Yorker. <laughs> he, You know what? That's And he he's talks just, like that when he answers questions. He's just a things. New Yorker. He just, he just doesn't care about making sure he doesn't offend people with every statement he makes. You know, we, mm-hmm. we all try to be pretty PC. Now, is that weird for a president? Yeah, never seen it before. <laughs> Yeah, never seen it before out of a president, out of a leader, you know. But I, I kind of said it was a big deal that he dropped the f bomb on Rush Limbaugh talking about Iran. That mm-hmm. you know, if they f with us, I I don't care that he that mm-hmm. doesn't bother me at all. I kind of want a hard ass sometimes. Yeah, you I know mean, that doesn't got, bother. But Bush responded real well, like a like I thought he should respond when the terrorist attack when the when the towers got hit. He responded like, "Yeah, we on, gonna on, get him. on a day where every single person in the country are pretty much reacting sadly when they hear the news, mm-hmm. shock and sadness." He mm-hmm. was instantly ticked off. Yeah, and I was like, "I never really." The more you know, time goes by, 
and you watch that video of him being told to sit in front of that classroom of kids, it's mm-hmm. like he was instantly mad. Right, like, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Now that that is that's 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 a pretty decent leader right there. Hey, quick question though. But anyway, just Trump, Trump's just a New Yorker, which is kind of just yeah. for, he's just an a hole, and he asks questions like a New Yorker, like <laughs> yeah. this guy doesn't want to hear Joe. But listen. His, 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 does he have fingerprints? <laughs> this is a crazy question, but his, his hands look like rubber, man. <laughs> when he talks, I don't see the, his palm prints. With the, with the tanning and the hair, it, yeah. it kind of all looks like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of celebrities do. Yeah. He was a celebrity before he was a politician. But both are super plastic. Like, the best, Biden uh, looked a little plastic too. <laughs> the best comment I saw last night, and I took this, and I won't call the person out that, that mm-hmm. posted in case I don't want it to be this public. Because uh, I don't think it was like hate derived. Mm-hmm. I think it was. I think it was posted as a comedy because uh-huh. he asked it so many times. So I take it. Uh, so I take it. Biden built the cages. <laughs> he just kept asking. <laughs> right. Who built the Who built the cages? Um, I didn't yeah. understand why he. I, I think it. I think it was probably a good statement that he said that about the cage. You're talking about the cages, you know, on the border. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why he kept bringing it up. Because first of all, uh, Biden and Obama didn't go down there and build the cages. They, they probably didn't tell anybody to build the cages. It was probably done by Border Patrol, whether they knew about them or not. Now I'm not I'm not giving them an off. They probably should have somehow found out about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if that was being used. But if you're gonna if you're the guy that put the people in the cages, why does it matter who built the cages? Right. You're kind of all at fault, you know. Aren't you? And maybe that was the goal. Maybe who built the prison system, Biden? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like it, it's like if I'm. If, if, if every time somebody walked in here, I hit him over the head with a bat, uh-huh. I'm not going to be like, uh, who, built who, made, who made the bat, Louisville Slugger? <laughs> right. Who made the bat? It's like, well, you didn't right, right. force you to use the bat over the heads of the people. Yeah. We just made the bat. Now, who knows what those cages I, I wish Biden would have commented. I think it made him look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish he would have replied. You know, Did they really build them on that time? At least have a, that's the first time I'd heard Trump ask it. And then again. And then again. So who won, again. who won the debate? I didn't watch the whole debate. I don't really have an okay. opinion on it. I watch it for comedic value. I watched it around about nine people that I heard so many grimaces. You know, the, the most common things around me that I heard was spit it out. Because <laughs> <laughs> Joe starts every sentence with, I, I, uh, yeah. But that yeah. goes back to his stuttering problem, though. Who, Joe's? Yeah. That's usually when he doesn't. Uh, I mean, sometimes I don't he think def- he knows what to say. Sometimes he definitely gets flustered, but if he starts it off like that, or if it's kind of in the middle, and then he's able to just go on a flow, it's usually because the startup is usually harder when you uh, have a stuttering issue. I didn't know that he had yeah. a stuttering issue. I I I'd heard something about that, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't I'm not I buying didn't. it when he's looking through his paperwork and and stumbling around. Oh, he I honestly says. think he was. Not as prepared as Donald Trump, honestly. I'm not going to say who won because I thought both of them didn't answer the I'll question. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it was a much more presidential debate. Oh, very, this very professional. Around. This very. one was good. What's, I, what, what, what was the moderator's name? She she killed I don't it. Even know. I was. I think she, really she was did. probably a little more unfair to Trump, but I mean, yeah, she was. Yeah. Uh, she probably was From afraid what I that he was. I missed half the debate. I'm right. not trying to be an expert. Here. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I was looking, and I'm still looking for that, and I, I, it may not happen, but I'm looking for the Joe Biden that debated the vice president, um, young brother with dark hair. Um, I forget his – he was under – he ran with um, – talk to me a little bit. Um, talk about one of the last – The last election. He and he debated the vice president that ran. Was the last election not McCain? Was he? It was who? Who was who? Who, who was running with McCain? Um, the governor of Alaska, the the woman. Um, not her. It was the other guy. What's her name? Sarah Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Not Sarah Palin. Oh, uh, Mike. No, no, that was the guy that was the guy that was running with Hillary. The guy that was is that who was that? How was that guy's name? I Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine. Yeah, I got to forget that name. He 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 was Hillary's running. Well, wait. I should know. No, no, this no, no, because he wouldn't have debated against Biden. Right. Yeah, it, it would. He and, and and that debate when uh, Joe Biden was saying, our Vice President Joe Biden was saying, this. Listen, my friend, <laughs> treating him like a he was sunning this guy, yeah. man. He was treating him like a little kid. Well, it might have been 13 years ago, and he's now a wow, 78 year old man. That was a while ago. Yeah. So I mean that. 
I think that has a lot to do with it. I really see Ooh, Biden's age when he talks. Yeah. I mean, you can really see it. Um, and I mean, this is just who can call out which guy's worst skeletons and make the people believe them, I guess. That's where we are. But the debates are over. If, if you didn't know who you were voting for and you made a decision last night, how? <laughs> how, how did you not, if you didn't know, I don't know how you made a decision last night. So, but there's only what about eight states that matter? Is that right? About eight states that could be anywhere close to swinging this thing? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Most importantly, pay attention to your local races. Vote oh, for people, listen to them when you get opportunities to hear podcasts. Doesn't matter if it's this radio station, buyers and company, story in the newspaper. Take those for what they are. Keep in mind who's asking the questions. Some people might have bias. And uh, make your votes. I think that's pretty simple. Uh, Eric Lee's show, Richland's Courtney Carson. We're brought to you, as always, by Earth Mover Credit Union. And it's time to roll out. Roll out. How many people do you think want to just hear the whole song? Nobody, because we play this too much? They want to hear that. I got my... Mm, mm. Only every day. Country Financial Insurance Agents, Jeff Ludwig, Zach Young, and Zach Ludwig are our sponsors of the rollout every day. Get things started up. Get you a free quote. And uh, just quote anything, whether you sign on with them or not, you're going to get a $25 gift card at Texas Roadhouse. It's how much they trust their product. You trust your product. You give good things away. Even if uh, you don't sign up now, you might come back later. Uh, and also, while you're at it, that's for uh, any quote. If that quote you get is a life insurance quote, you're also entered into a drawing. Uh, for a trip to Maui or Paris. Now, that is not just Jeff, Zach, and Zach's offices. That is uh, about 30 uh, country financial agents uh, around central Illinois. But 30 does not take you to the major cities. So it's uh, a pretty, you know, it's just the county extended area. And you got a chance to win a trip just for getting a quote. Why wouldn't you? The rollout, we get things started, as always, with the numbers. Illinois Department of Public Health today announced 3,874 new cases of COVID-19. Uh, in Illinois, that includes 31 more that have passed away, and unfortunately, Macon County have lost uh, have lost two men, uh, one in the 70s, one in his 80s. In the last, I don't know if it's 24 hours, I say technically or not, but uh, thoughts to those families who we don't necessarily know, but um, they, you know, again, lost with COVID, which brings the deaths in Illinois to 9,418. Uh, I, I hate giving numbers like a scoreboard, but that is just uh, it's the numbers are getting. Hopefully to staggering range for anybody that, okay, and it's not slowing down. Right. You know, we're just entering a second phase of this thing, and uh, we're at 364,033 cases in the state. Let's just hope it continues to prove that most of the time, 99% of the time, um, you can only get this thing once. So take care of the people around you, even if you don't want to take care of yourself. Right. Central Illinois residents interested in making a difference in the community through board leadership are invited to roll in November's Introduction to Board Governance course. Governance. Governance. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. If you live in Central Illinois and want to help make our community a better place, plus develop your professional leadership skills, this course will help you achieve those goals. According to Natalie Beck, Executive Director of the Community Foundation of Macon County, they help facilitate these course sessions. Led by Bruce Nims, a Decatur businessman and active community leader with extensive experience in board development, business ownership, and training. The course will help participants develop skills in community leadership, setting and guiding the direction of local organizations, evaluating how well those organizations serve our community. Uh, Participants also develop skills in teamwork, leadership, consensus building, financial literacy, legal matters, professional value, you know, all all valuable professional tools. Um, The course includes its three class sessions, and they're each two and a half hours, Uh, Saturday, November 14th. From 9.30 in the morning to noon, Monday, November 16th from 6.30 to 9 p.m., and Thursday, November 19th, also from 6.30 to 9 p.m., obviously designed around people that work um, first shift jobs and not on the weekends necessarily. So a Saturday morning course till noon, and then uh, uh, Monday and Thursday evening. Uh, the course is $30, and then it will all be held at the Decatur Area Arts Council on the second floor in the classroom there on North Water. That sounds like a pretty cool course. Mm-hmm. Um, I know... Just as a guy that's been on the celebration board and uh, and now the United Way board, I'm not near as knowledgeable as people in this room because their professions bring their talents, you know, whatever it is, their accounting or, you know, that's not me. Mm-hmm. And I, would, I don't think I was asked to go on those boards to, to be something I'm not. I'm asked to go on those boards with a media presence and mm-hmm. a, a decent ability to, to help create fundraisers and raise money, you know, things like that. 
So sometimes when you get asked as a board. And to bring a fresh perspective. Yeah, that, that too. Yeah. 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 You know, not, not being afraid to speak up in a meeting. Mm-hmm. Like that. So, I mean, I, but which means I'm not near one of the valuable people, I think, on my boards. But you mm-hmm. could become a lot more valuable. Mm-hmm. That, those classes sound like a pretty smart idea. Yeah. Especially if you're 21, 22, 23, just out of college, want to make a difference. That sounds right. like a, right. a great way to, to learn some things. And so something's going to stick with you out of that. So that's a great idea. The governor has again extended the stay on evictions in the state. Uh, this is good news. The governor's office announced the executive order on Friday, and the eviction moratorium is extended until November 14th. There won't be any major news, but we are looking at how we might make adjustments, said Pritzker. Nothing really has changed in terms of the effect of COVID-19 and its effect on the economy, its effect on people's jobs and their ability or inability to pay their rent or mortgage. The eviction ban is one of the more expansive in the country, contains no means testing mechanism or other documentation on behalf of a tenant to prove a hardship. Um, the National Multi-Housing National Multifamily Housing Council tracked rent payments in more than 11 million properties. The council found 94% of renters it tracked had paid rent in September this year, a 0.9 percentage point difference from the same month in 19. So down about a almost a whole percentage point. Mm-hmm. I think that says 0.9. I don't know if something on my screen. Yeah, that says 0.9. So i got to put 0.9. <laughs> anyway. Uh, rounding out the... Uh, the rollout brought to you by Country Financial Insurance Agencies. Check out NaddyCater.com. Uh, I've, we have released our sixth and fifth ESP indicators, 20 greatest high school games. Tonight would have been week nine. So all the talk about football season, it would have been over tonight for more than half of the people in the county. <laughs> it already would have been over. That's how fast this thing moves. It's unbelievably, unbelievable how fast it goes. Game number six, uh, was last year's Central A&M mm-hmm. and St. Teresa game, which was both teams were 4-0. A&M had beat uh, Tuscola down mm-hmm. on the road in Tuscola two weeks prior in week three. Uh, St. T had beat Tuscola the week before in week four. Um, it, this was for ownership of the conference going forward. A&M had been building to this moment to have a chance at winning the, the conference. Uh, for the for many years, Of all these kids had been playing together, all these seniors had been playing together so long. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty instant classic game for Who people we that were about? there. Uh, quarterback was Connor Heaton. Mm-hmm. Jacob Parody had a tremendous game on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball. Uh, St. Teresa was young. They were still kind of proving themselves to, to be, we, we knew at the beginning of last year, this team is going to be unbelievable. Right. At least within a year. And they were, they're pretty damn good mm-hmm. by, by week five. Mm. It was a 28 26 game, I believe. You remember, Dom, a missed extra point in that, I think, that kind of set them off. And yeah, I think so. Yeah. There was a late touchdown by what, St. Teresa? Um, Did they go for two and miss it? Yeah, because I, I think remember. they missed maybe one extra point and I missed think they missed extra two. point, but I know that. Uh, I can't remember who scored last. Mm. I didn't do enough homework on the game, but. Well, we can listen I know to who tonight. scored last for St. T. I think that was a Jacob Riles touchdown, I believe. Well, I know he dropped one. He did mm. drop But he got his redemption with sure that, he with that one. Pretty sure he caught it. Yeah. And then, he got his redemption a, a, a bit later. And All, then I think, yeah, I think they missed it. And then what? They were able to convert their third or fourth down and run the clock out, uh, essentially. A&M was, was yeah. yeah. I, I know it was a game of just a couple of plays. Yes. You know, a couple of plays here and there. I mean, I think going into it, a lot of St. Teresa supporters thought, okay, it's A&M's year. But I think the St. T fans left it going, man, we should have beat them. <laughs> you know, because, you know, it's a game of a couple of plays mm-hmm. here and there. Right. Uh, but it was just so much fun to track that A&M team. Had to get that game in there from last year. We didn't have that many close games on the air last year, mm. so that's the only 2019 game on the list. Uh, well, actually, no, it's not. In the regular season, we didn't have that many close games. But, so this is a, an exciting game to listen to. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I think me and T-Mac do a pretty decent job at this one because, uh, you know, we, we don't hadn't been at St. T a lot. Brent mm-hmm. had all the St. T games for so many years. This is only the second game back calling the Bulldogs that I had done, uh, you know, in – or third game, if you count the last game against Moroa, me and Brett did together. We, uh-huh. But um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a good game. But the fifth game, which is also released on Naticator.com, is Sarah Gordo played Lena Winslow. Sarah Gordo be met, and this was in 2013. And we had some technical difficulties, which I think were Willie forgot to start recording it. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't start. It doesn't start recording until there's about five minutes left in the second quarter. Mm. But it's eight to six, Lena Winslow, and we had just finished a 25 minute delay because one of the craziest things happened. I'll never forget it. Ben Peter went down. He's a, a very good lineman for Saragordo, mm-hmm. and he went down. And we didn't know what was happening at the time. Uh-huh. 
But what happened was something to the effect of, I think he dislocated his kneecap. Mm. So he was down. They called for an ambulance because I believe the ambulance that was there had to take somebody else to the, there was something about, cause I think you have to have an ambulance or maybe the ambulance just couldn't handle this and they had to call out more help. But in the meantime, I'm going to botch this up a little bit <laughs> because I wasn't down there. Uh-huh. But the AT got on the phone, I believe, with Dustin Fink. I think it was. I think it was it was Finker Rounds. It was one of my it was one of my friends, and they kind of talked the AT through relocating the kneecap. While so so we're waiting on so this is going on in the field. We don't really uh-huh. know. We just kept taking breaks and and he was sitting up. He wasn't. It's not like we were in a life mm-hmm. death situation here. We we were pretty aware of that. But the bottom line is, we wait 25 minutes. More help shows up with the ambulance. Then there's a bunch of paperwork happening on the field, which I think is probably Ben and his family saying, "I don't want to go to the hospital mm-hmm. because he was kind of fixed." Right, well, I mean, at right. least to the point until he got home and yeah. whatever. I don't know if he had to have a surgery or not, but I'm pretty sure his season was over. But but he didn't need to go instantly, mm-hmm. and so then he just gets helped up and off the field mm. <laughs> after 25 <laughs> minutes. Like you don't normally see it that way. But right. I also the most memorable thing was it was about 175 degrees. Ouch. We were we were on the surface of the sun. Mm-hmm. It felt like, and we were at a neutral site, so we weren't at Cerro Gordo. Lena Winslow's way up north, so they I don't know how they found the meeting ground to be Cuba, Illinois, in North Fulton County. So we and this was a Saturday game. It was week one, so it was August. It's 100 degrees. Just a very memorable game. And then what made it even more memorable, one, Cerro Gordo wins the game 26-21. They play fantastic. Steve mm-hmm. Isbell has a tremendous game, like like he always did. Uh, and Lena Winslow went on to win a Class 1A state title. Oh. So Cerro so, so Gordo opened that season beating a state champion. And right. made it. They, they made it to the 2A quarterfinals and then played a game that was already on the list. They lost to Auburn in the windiest game I've, mm. ever, I've ever seen. They played that game in B-Ment. And if they could do it over again, I wish they wouldn't have for sure. Because B-Man is out on the interstate like Moreau is. Moreau didn't have a choice. Cerro Gordo could have taken right. that to Cerro Gordo where the wind wouldn't have been quite as bad. Right, right, right. And, uh, now it did probably hurt Auburn more than it hurt Cerro Gordo because Cerro Gordo was a running team and Auburn was a passing team. But Auburn, there was a, there was a punt that ended up going backwards. And I can't remember who kicked it, but it was just so windy that you kicked it as hard as you could. You just saw the ball stop in, in the air. And then start to blow backwards, land, bounce, and then roll back. It ended up being a negative yardage punt, and not in a not in a Follies way, mm. you know. So crazy, crazy things happen. Cerro Gordo ended up because of a something else. I don't know if it was a botch, something linked to the wind. Cerro Gordo was set up for an easy touchdown, but that's how they lost that game. There's a really good chance. I can't remember who was next, but I felt like it's whoever won that game was going to state, and I think Auburn did go to state, and it was just this weird. 14-8 game or something like that. But anyway, that's how st- that season would end for CGB. It was a lot of fun because you brought the BMET kids in. Right, 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 right. They had just done it um, within, I don't think it was that year. I think it was the year before, but maybe it was that year. And Andy Curley was, uh, uh, a lot of people looked at Andy Curley as sarcastic, and I mm-hmm. thought he was the funniest interview we've we've, <laughs> we've ever had. He was their head coach, and we miss him. So this is Sarah Gordon. we got four games left. We'll put two up next Friday, which would normally have been the playoffs, and uh, two up the following Friday, and and go with it. I, I was going to start playing games on the air, but we've had these we've had these playoff games to play for, for that ESPN offers up, and there's been some things to play on ESPN, so I didn't want to cover that stuff up. I didn't want to cover up live sports, but you can go listen to all these podcasts uh, at nowdicator.com. And if you're looking for the whole list, just click on the story that's on the main page of Nowdicator right now, uh, and it'll t- it'll give you the whole list and the link to the entire list every time. So. That gets you covered. We're gonna get a break. Uh, we do have uh, we do have ourselves a few guests today. We're gonna talk to Rob Brown here in just a few minutes uh, about a benefit coming up this weekend. Um, so uh, for the Jump family, and then Dr. Janelle Norman at the top of hour two. Yeah. So plenty to do. Roll out closed. We break. Happy Friday. <laughs> On the way to break, Roll first peak. Close. First peak at a three day weather forecast from the Rev. This is your WSOY three-day forecast. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely, and an early high of 68. Tonight, mostly cloudy, with a low around 35. Saturday, partly sunny, with a high near 52. And on Sunday, partly sunny, with a high near 52, with a chance of rain. Again, this is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, The Rev. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and stay healthy, my friends. So long.
422-2400 is still a phone number you need to save just in case. At 422-2400, Bory Law Offices has over 35 years of helping a Decatur community in need of bankruptcy, divorce, and family law. At 422-2400, Andrew Bory is that friendly voice in a time of need, also with estate planning, preparing a will, and plenty more. So whenever you need them, call Bory Law Offices at 422-2400 at 225 South Main Street in downtown Decatur. If you had a choice to go to beautiful Maui or romantic Paris, France, which would you choose? Hi, this is Jeff Ludwick. Zach Ludwick. And Zach Young with Country Financial. Our fourth quarter contest is your choice of Maui or Paris. All you have to do is come in and get a life insurance quote, and you're in the drawing, valued at $6,000. So give us a call at 877-2830 for more information. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to protect your family. See official rules for details. No purchase necessary. Protect your family, and you might win a great trip. Why? Why wouldn't you? Before each of us gets to vote on who we think our national president should be, we will have a huge question to answer on the ballot. We will be asked whether we want to amend Illinois' constitution. The amendment would remove the state's current flat tax and instead would allow politicians in Springfield to replace it with a progressive income tax. We should vote no on this change because lawmakers will have unlimited ability to design and redesign the rates so that each tax hike only affects a small group of Illinoisans, thereby reducing accountability by all taxpayers. It will be easier to raise taxes one group at a time. There will be no limits on how high taxes can be raised, no limits on how many brackets can be created. Vote no and send a strong message to the Springfield politicians that we want them held accountable to all of us. Paid for by No Progressive Tax, Illinois Farm Bureau. When you hear paid for by friends of Sushir, that means paid for by Mike Madigan. You see, Sushir has taken almost a million dollars from Mike Madigan over the last eight years. In fact, almost all of Sushir's support comes from Madigan and his allies. A vote for Sushir is a vote to keep Madigan in power. We cannot afford this corruption anymore. Don't let Mike Madigan buy the seat again. Hi, I'm Charlie McGorry, retired Decatur firefighter, military veteran, former small business owner, and a lifelong resident of Macon County. I remember when Illinois thrived as a state, touting its agriculture, workers, businesses, and more. The last eight years have been particularly tough, though, under Sue Shear, Mike Madigan, and the Chicago Machine. We need to get serious about solving our budget crisis, protecting our small businesses, growing jobs, and fixing ethics in our state government. I'm asking for your vote for me, Charlie McGorry, on November 3rd. Paid for by friends of Charlie McGorry. When you talk about tires, you're talking about numbers, tire size, speed rating, load index, air pressure. But there's really only one number you need to know for tires. That's 877-5051, the phone number for Smith Tire Company. Just tell us what kind of vehicle you drive, and we'll go over the numbers with you. When you have as much experience as we have at Smith Tire Company, we know what all the numbers mean. So see Smith Tire Company today at 2119 East Pershing Road or call us at 877-5051. That's the only number you'll need to know for tire. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. It's Friday, 36 minutes and counting, hour number one, all week long, of course, hour number one. Ah, I can't stop saying all week long. <laughs> just the sponsors, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But today, your sponsor in hour number one is Dale Southlake Pharmacy and Coley's Corner Drugs. Big thanks to the Coley family, always supporting us. Mm-hmm. Dale Southlake Pharmacy in South Shores. Of course, uh, Coley's Corner Drugs is uh, Erica's spot up in Forsyth. And uh, they are uh, friends helping friends, but honestly, I think that's gotten to a point where it's more like a family atmosphere once you get in there. Once they know you, um, they're going to help you through whatever process you, you need to with your pharmaceutical needs. And plus, it's a couple of just great places to do shopping. I mean, Lauren and Rita and Erica, they hit shows all the time to find great things to, uh, to, to supply in the store to shop for. And 
it's a great spot just for uh, regulars like uh, Yankee Candles and Fannie Mae Candies and uh, even grocery goods uh, and things like that up in the in the Forsyth store. So Coley's Corner Drugs, Dale South Lake Pharmacy. We normally would be talking about them a lot on, on these Friday nights, but unfortunately no football <laughs> continues on. Uh, although there is Illinois football tonight. There's Illinois football. There's Illinois football tonight that Courtney won't be watching. I feel so bad for you when you say there's no football. <laughs> I feel like I'm feeling your pain or something. But I'm watching Illinois tonight. But you watching Illinois? I don't tonight. have there, there. There's always a positive spin on something. For the mm-hmm. first time in many years, I'm going to watch Illinois football. Right, right. So whether it would have been Friday or Saturday, I'd have been knocked out with high school or Milliken. So, uh, so we'll uh, we'll enjoy it as much as we can. Uh, our next conversation, um, we're going to talk about a. Uh, uh, a, a fundraiser coming up uh, for a young man named Jacob Jump. So we are joined uh, on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines um, to talk about this with uh, with Rob Brown. Rob, how are you? Doing well. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I, I know you're fresh out of bed. I know you're a midnight worker. I appreciate you. Uh, I've, I've been there. I've been, people don't quite <laughs> under people don't quite understand when they call the house at 11 a.m. It's like calling them at, at two o'clock in the morning. Right, exactly. <laughs> I've been um, up a little while ready for you, so. Uh, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Uh, uh, tell me, uh, so first of all, I'm, I'm really glad your wife explained this in the email. There are two Jacob Jumps in, in this area. Uh, for those of you that n- n- might know Caleb Jump, who, who might be one of the more popular, he's a thousand point basketball scorer back in the day at Niantic and, mm-hmm. and has worked at places like Cats. He's, he's a, he's a, a very popular person in the community and, yeah. and, and works for Northwest Financial. He has a brother named Jacob. We are not talking about that Jacob. Okay. Uh, although they are, I believe you're all cousins. I believe, or I don't know about you, Rob, but I believe all the all the jumps are yes. cousins. But yes, they're all related. They're all they're all cousins. But this Jacob, um, is this Sangamon Valley's Jacob jump? Yes, it is. Uh, it, tell tell me about his, uh, his his the battle he's got right now. Well, uh, back in June, he was uh, he was having headaches. He was uh, went in for an MRI and uh, was diagnosed with. Um, Medulloblastoma brain cancer. Goodness. Uh, within mm. two days, he um, had surgery. And it was a tennis ball-sized tumor that was on his brain stem, and they had it, they removed it. And then he's been um, fighting some infection from the, the surgery, and he's went through six weeks of radiation. Wow. And now he's got a year worth of chemo that he's going to be battling. So there's so, a lot of fights here. Do they do they think they got it? Yeah, I mean, they uh, are doing all this for precautionary measures. Um, without the, the chemo, it was an 80% reoccurrence. They're saying that with the chemo that they're going to take it down to a 20% reoccurrence. Mm. Um. So he, he uh, but he's just still. I mean, he's you know gotten sick and stuff through through all this chemo. So he's just got a real battle, not being able to work and um, sure, you know, just trying to pay bills and everything. So um, and his he just had a, a new baby and his his wife's been on uh, leave for that sure. too. So you it, know, the, they've had like no money coming in. Twenty so. twenty two years old. And uh, yes, and and married with with a, with a newborn, so that so you, it, it's obvious, and it's it's a pandemic. On top of that, I mean, wow. money is not flowing yeah. for, uh, for, uh, for 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 a lot of families, especially this one. So, I, you know, I know there's I know there's benefits all the time, and and we can't promote every benefit, but this is one of our former athletes, Jacob. I believe football player, Sangamon Valley. But does this yes, is this 2016 when he had graduated or 17? Oh man! Oh, don't worry uh, about it. Don't worry if you, you don't. I know it's your brother-in-law, so. But but yeah, I mean we're talking about one of our former athletes here that that, that we covered and and uh, you know and I, it, you, you guys are, have put a thing together here to, to just have a socially distanced kind of event in Maroa on Sunday, right? Yes, it's going to be at the full house, and uh, we're going to have uh, chili cook off, and it's five dollars all you can eat chili. Wow! And yeah, and uh, we're going to have. Uh, like I said, 50-50 drawing. We're going to be raffling off a 50-inch uh, flat-screen TV. Awesome. With a bunch of silent auctions, uh, gifts donated from the local businesses. Uh, we're going to have a – we had a um, hog that was donated, and we're going to raffle off half the hog. Cool. And silent auction, the other half the hog. Uh, it's already been processed, and, um, I mean, whoever wins is just going to go down to um, – 
the um, week we're packing and pick it up, and yeah. it's yeah. ready to go. Everything's good from there, too. Yeah, they take care of it. Uh, chili cook-off, like people can bring their own chili to test? It's uh, you enter it. It's uh, twenty five dollars okay. to enter your chili. Okay, and then um, yeah, then everybody that uh, pays the five dollars will vote on who's got the best chili. It's a cool idea. If anybody needs any demon peppers, Courtney Carson has those covered. Uh, <laughs> if you want to ruin anybody's Monday morning, he's got those. Uh, Full House in Moraw. I always get confused on because that's that's a new bar. Is that the old right. Crawford's? It's right next door to the old Crawford. Okay. Crawford's has moved out closer to the interstate across from Casey's. So it's just it's just downtown. It's you you you're not going to miss it. You could turn at Casey's. I th- I think that the way you tell people you turn it into Moroa at Casey's and you go basically to the downtown and what what you know what road that's on? It's easy to find. It's on Main Street. Main Street. Okay, that's Main Street. Even better. So uh you'll turn there and you're not going to miss it. So um fill the place up best you can and uh and bring your mask and do it in a safe way. Is Jacob going to be able to be there? Yeah, he is planning to be there. So um, he's been feeling a little bit better because he's got treatment like for three weeks, and then he's off for three weeks. Okay, good. So he just finished his his first round of three weeks. So we're hoping that he's going to be feeling well, and he's going to be there. And we'll we'll come by and stop by if you're out and about Sunday having a fun day. Go have a beer, five bucks, have some chili, put a little vote in, maybe uh, maybe buy some raffle tickets and. And help out uh, one of our former local athletes, uh, uh, you know, for, for, to get that to get this family back on their feet. That that's uh, that's cool. It's cool you guys are taking the time. I know it's probably been a rough six months for sure for the whole family, and that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Hopefully, hopefully things work out. If is there, do you have any kind of uh, Venmos or anything available? If somebody just thinks, you know, hey, I want to support a family that, that they without stopping by. Um, I mean. Friday and Saturday, me and my wife's gonna. I mean, they can purchase the the um, raffle tickets and stuff from us personally before the event. If they're interested, they can get a hold of us on Facebook. We've also got a uh, Jacob's Journey as Our Journey Facebook page. Okay. They can get a hold of mm. us through there too. I had looked for uh, for a page, so that, that's what it is. Jacob's Journey is uh, our journey. Jacob's Journey is our journey. Hashtag Team Jump. So you can. I just typed in Jacob's Journey and it popped up on Facebook. So there's. There's a there's a there's a great way to get started. So if you'd like to to make a donation, or straight up donation, or buy some raffle tickets ahead of time, go yeah, to the, either yeah, go to that, join the group, and send a message, right? Yep, that's the best way to get a hold of us. I love it. Anything else you want to hit on, Rob? No, I think that's it. I just I hope to see everybody there, and I hope we have a good turnout and have a good time. Well, definitely, and uh, best luck and love to the family and uh, and Jacob on his process back. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. No problem, Rob. Take care. All right. Bye. Those things, you, you, you want to have a fun day and plan right. a fun day, and right. then you want to talk about how fun it is, but then when you think about things like benefits, it's right. just really sad. It's definitely sad. Um, you know, I, I will say sometimes it, it's worse, you mm-hmm. know, because it's not they think they've got it all and they're doing precautionary things, and this is mostly a financial thing to get them back. But right. That's a hell of a battle, man. Yeah. So that stuff's, is, uh, that's just terrifying. And, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, no matter what happens financially, is uh, it looks like he's got his health. So mm-hmm. that's great. I'm not mm-hmm. going to pretend to be an expert on Jacob Jump at Sangamon Valley, but right. I definitely know the name. Mm-hmm. I think he was an offensive lineman. I, mm-hmm. think, I think he may have been a guard, but I could be wrong. But a ballpark of his graduation year was, I think, 16. But um, that's uh, Jacob Jump. Jacob, j- just no S, just Jump. Just jump. Just right. jump, yeah. So, and again, there are two Jacob Jumps, Caleb mm-hmm. Jumps' brother and Caleb, uh, and Caleb Jumps' cousin. I'd say I think everything through Caleb, but that would also, you know, the, the Jump family is big, but um, in case you know one and not the other. Uh, right, right. You know, both good dudes, but significant age difference in mm-hmm. one. This is the 22-year-old newly married with a new, or I don't know about newly married, but married with a new baby. So, yeah, man. Thoughts to them, man. And everybody. There are a lot of people going through their fight right now. Man, that picture of him and his baby laying on the couch with the bandit on his head. Oh, that's just that's a painful picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but it's it's that's the reality right now. So hashtag team jump. Right. Get back to it, and that's uh that's uh thinking about him. Let's mm-hmm. get a break. Quick timeout. Come back and reset. Don't go anywhere. Eric and Courtney downtown Decatur. WSOY and Decatur dot com.
When we need it most, Rodney Davis gets things done. When COVID-19 hit, Rodney worked with the USDA and Small Business Administration to secure timely aid for farmers across each sector of our industry. At a time of bitter partisanship, Rodney calmly looks across the aisle and finds solutions. Always ready to take on challenges, Rodney knows there is still more work to do to get our economy moving again. Send this friend of agriculture back to Washington. Vote Rodney Davis for Congress. Paid for by Illinois Farm Bureau Activator. With record low inventory, low interest rates, and climbing demand, this isn't a buyer's or a seller's market. This is everyone's market. Now's the time to start planning your next move. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, Brink Auto Realtors has the team and resources you need to get started. Call 217-875-0555 or visit BrinkOtter.com today. Our technology, expertise, and network is your powerful advantage. Find your way home. BrinkOtter.com. Hi, I'm Scott Reeder. I have 20 years experience as a prosecutor and 15 years as a public defender. Local elections are important now more than ever because we don't always have control over what might come out of Springfield or Chicago. As your state's attorney, I will have the ability to use common sense in the application of the law. Our community's safety, well-being, and economic prosperity are my concern. As state's attorney, I will protect all the citizens of Macon County. Please vote for me, Scott Reeder, on November 3rd. Paid for by friends of Scott Reeder. Any step in your life can be your best, whether you're going to college, getting married, buying a home, or starting a business. The first step toward any new goal in life is First Mid Bank and Trust, because big plans start with smart money decisions. At First Mid, we're all about being here for you for everything that matters, all the way through a happy, well-funded retirement. Why leave the most important things to chance? Let us help you get there. Plan. Save. Protect with First Mid. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Forty-nine and counting. Forgot to do weather there because we went early. Got to do it into the uh, top of the air. You don't like this water? This water is terrible. What's wrong with it? Look out! You see the other water? I, I, it was done by now. But this is—you know—this really poop water, man. <laughs> like the P- pH balances in Fuji water is like our Fiji water is. It's not Mr. Fuji from wrestling. Back <laughs> right? Fiji water is horrible. What's the pH balance? They don't. They won't say. It's not on here because it's terrible. You know it's why like it's not that, you know why you're not liking it? Because it's way too warm. <laughs> no, Whatever gas station you got this from, they do not have the free, they do not have the coolers no, on cold enough. You can tell, can you, look, you haven't even drunk, you took a sip. I also have a Coke. What do you think I see gonna, the Coke there. Yeah, it's almost empty. <laughs> I would almost rather have the Coke than this water today, but I gotta this drink is a, it. This is the best water there is. No, not at all. Hands down taste, for me. Taste it real quick and tell me, did it taste better than the great, does it taste better than the great value water that I brought you yesterday? It all tastes the same. No, it does not. Mm-hmm. You can taste the difference. You it can't does not taste, taste the difference. And this is my favorite one. It doesn't taste the, it's does, always been my favorite one. I always buy See, you, you're going into the conversation with a bias because it's always been your favorite one because the bottle is pretty. I like the flavor. <laughs> I don't care about the bottle. Actually, the bottle's annoying. This bottle doesn't fit in a. What flavor are you it guys doesn't fit getting? In a, in, a, in a holder. What flavor are you guys getting? Because oh, I'm getting nothing. At it's all. horrible. Dom might have COVID. <laughs> I don't know how you can't taste the difference in, in these waters. Yeah, you I understand taste. they don't have a massive flavor difference, but you can taste the difference, right? Hundred percent. Same as the yeah. one from yesterday. No. No. This water. Well, the one from yesterday was awful because I think he boiled it before he put it in the bottle. <laughs> It's the warmest water I've ever had. I think he sat on it, rode his bike with it pinned on the seat between his cheeks. I must just not be between able to taste cheeks. water. <laughs> I guess I just can't taste water because I can but, definitely still taste. So, I had a beer today. So, it tasted normal. Did, what you about had a that beer cord? today? Yes. And you came a- to work? You drunk? <laughs> Maybe that's why you can't taste did it. Did you drive, Dom? <laughs> oh, it was I, let me be quiet because police chief gets and that crew listens to the show. Yeah. Hey, I'm, not that, over. I'm not that She's small a, where I can't have one beer. Wait a minute. That, you're not that small. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, what about the core water? 
that you drank cold on the first. Cold water was good. It was really good, right? Yeah, and it was cold. That was the best part about it. Oh, but it's not better than this. No, yes, it is. If, I mean, it's the first one I ever had. So if mm-hmm. I if I drank them back to back, maybe yeah. I'd say they're comparable. I'm not. It's not like I think Fiji's the best. I'd score at a hundred, and the second next one is like forty eight. They're still just waters. In a way, Dom's right. They're not that far off from I each other. I can taste the. I can. There's a significant. For, to me, Fiji is taste. one. And this will probably tell you because Dom thought I was going to say Dasani was awful. Dasani's probably third for me, and I like the Nestle water that Kroger has second. Really? Yeah. Those uh, are poop waters, man. What does that even mean? Like when you you can you can you can put these on a water tester and it'll show you where the and it says poop on it. No, it comes out <laughs> with this nasty looking greenish blackish color. So you're telling me don't drink those waters? I'm telling you, don't drink those. Dasani waters. tastes right. hard. So keep bringing this, this Coke. This one actually is not horrible. <laughs> no, you can do it. He said, all right. I'm, no, please drink the water. I want, <laughs> this, it's poop we're water. On a, we're on a health kick. And apparently when you put something in it, it comes out green and poopy. I want we're you to not, drink. We're not on a health kick. No. Eric and I are not on a health kick. I, no, I need Eric to drink some water because yeah, he was talking Burger to King me. I had for dinner last he night. Was that's, talk- how, <laughs> that's how desperate I am to eat. You shouldn't have been talking to me about everything else. So I'm like, okay, I'm going like, I'm to try to get this guy to drink some water, more water than he typically drinks. Well, you I have believe. done that because I've had three bottles in three, three days. That's what I'm saying. We try, I'm water. just trying to do my part. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically a marathon runner now. <laughs> <laughs> All this water you got me drinking. <laughs> got to make sure you're healthy, man. I drank uh, water at home last night. Almost a whole glass. I can taste the difference in this stuff. Almost. Did you say almost a whole glass? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait for you to catch on to that. <laughs> got home super, super late from work. Also mm-hmm. known as early to some people because I was it's a lot to put these football games up. It takes me a uh-huh. while. And I have stuff I do on Thursday and I come back in. But um, I got home. I ate my leftover Burger King sandwich that mm-hmm. I didn't finish with a Coke. And then I was like, I'm going to get a water. Yeah. And I drank um, at least more than half a glass before I fell asleep. I was about to have at least a, a text you, hey, man, see if he drinks some water tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Elise want to come on the show so bad? What does she want to bust you out about? I don't know, but I'm afraid for her to come on the show and try to bust me out. So we just go keep it the wise. quite entertaining. Her. No. Don't, don't, I see your eyes doing some stuff. Like, <laughs> you got that? No, no. Uh, uh. I, you know, maybe just, you know, no, you, no. You do have to go to two school board meetings a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Make her sing uh, the national anthem. That's her entry fee. That's man. her entry, right? <laughs> she can do that part. I know. But she go, you know. She was just the blonde girl that sings the anthem at everything for the first year <laughs> right. I knew her. And then she started running around with you. I was like, I think that girl dates Courtney. <laughs> and then she yeah. had a stroller one day. I was like, oh, right. I think oh. that girl's married to Courtney. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> They're having babies. Gonna knock me stuff. out. <laughs> Ain't gonna knock me out. Ain't gonna knock me out. <laughs> she probably upset. She, she hey how I mimic her little voice. Yeah, here's what you should do, Elise. Get your own radio show. <laughs> <laughs> You and Katie can have a show. I'm not that worried. I just know Katie would come on and be like, uh, have you ever seen somebody uh, hate a dishwasher more? Uh, have you ever seen? <laughs> He'll take stuff and set it on the counter and not throw it away and leave it on the counter. Oh, man. Those are my two biggest flaws, I think, at home. For real? Yeah, like if I, you know, there's a bunch of stuff out mm-hmm. on the coffee table. It'll be like a can and a glass and mm-hmm. a plate from dinner and napkins and Kleenex. And I'll pile all this stuff up. I'll take it in there. Mm-hmm. And I'll always forget one step. Yeah. I'll take yeah. all the garbage off the plate, maybe, and throw it away. I'll rinse the can out and put it in our recycle bag. <laughs> and I'll leave the plate. I'll always do something. <laughs> yeah, it's always something. Um, and I definitely don't do if, like if, if we're about to eat, I'll just take all the stuff in there and think I'm going to do it here in a little mm-hmm. bit. Cause I'm going to, we're eating now. It's time for dinner. Right, right, right. Then I'll forget all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I get accused of everything the boys do. It's like, yo, listen, I did not, <laughs> I did not pee on the toilet. That's not me. That's the boy. <laughs> also, there's a plus to having boys that you can blame a lot of stuff on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, no matter what, Courtney, I'm like, babe, that, I didn't do that. The, the five-year-old did that one. I, the boys left all my church shirts on right. the floor. They're in there playing church. Get this suit coat. I, for some reason, always leave my suit coat on the uh, the back of the chair every time. And when she, I, I know it's the suit coat by the octave in her voice. <laughs> yeah, because you, how often do so do how, you? You can only clean the suit like with a dry cleaner, right? Oh yeah. So you, you've got to put it somewhere that mm-hmm. it's going to be 
visible, yeah. But but also safe from like spillage and mm-hmm. kids. And yeah. So you put on the back of a chair, and that makes sense. <laughs> right. But she wants you to put it back in the she back in the hang it up. Yeah. Put it up. I'm like, hey, I like to keep it right here. So when I leave, I know I got to take this suit to the cleaners. And she's you know, like, nah, put this up, man. <laughs> why is a suit in the living room? <laughs> why is it, why is a suit jacket on the couch? Dang. Yeah. I'm uh by the way I'm 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 up to episode five of season three of Yellowstone. Let's go. So I'm how you feeling through. about that? Uh, I, I think it's great. It's a great how was show. The, how was the daughter? How you feeling about the daughter? Because the last time you didn't like it. I mean I see where you guys are coming from. Okay. That that she's she is a badass character. Mm-hmm. But she's still a jerk to her. <laughs> to her I don't brother. think he's there yet. I, <laughs> no, I, you're not I, there I'm yet. I'm aware of titles now. Titles. But I still feel bad for him. See, what do you I mean titles? Are Eric, we like, are we are you mad at him for what he did when he was a, a child? Which part? Which w- one? With his sister, because that was a beginning of season three thing that that I found out. But I this, don't want to give anything away to everybody else. Right, right, right. I mean that's pretty big. If we're talking about the same thing, yeah. You're you don't one, think that's terrible though? I think what he did to his sister at the at the doctor's office. Right. I never took it as malice. I took it as ignorance. I took it as selfish. It was selfish, and I saw the malice in his eyes, like, so she, this is what she needs. I never knew what that term meant when I was 16 years old. I think he did. I think he did. How? He, he lives smart. on a ranch. I think he did. But he's smart. He's, he's grown up in Montana. You think you think he knew what that term was? And, the, and, you, and they probably explained it to maybe not in full detail, but they probably explained it to him when he went in there. So he had the mom know. situation, right? I don't know what you're talking about, the mom's. The mother. Oh, yes, yes, The yes. flashback. Yes. That was him yes. as a kid. And then he had I, this. I think both these kids are just messed up. And then he had this situation with her. What, I, if if he's, I don't know how he's the villain and she's the good guy. They're at least both pretty crappy people. <laughs> but she's she has done some but cool things. she doesn't things. do it out, out of selfishness. Yeah. He does. And, and no one's denying that he isn't messed up. They're all yeah, messed they, up. Yeah, they're all but... messed up. I don't know if Casey's messed up. Oh, Casey messed yeah, up. Messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Casey messed up in a way that you kind of like his. his he's um, messed up in a way where he's just kind of used to everything that's happening. Yeah, like, he's like Casey, the type of person, man. He will self-destructive. He find a level of normalcy. He has to <laughs> always be in this constant battle. It's a really good show. Yeah, it's so good. It's a really good show. I think. Uh, I just I, maybe there's more coming, um, but uh, I still I can't remember what's that brother's name. Uh, uh, Jamie. I still don't think Jamie's the worst villain in the world. Oh, my gosh. Jamie is terrible to me. He was begged by his sister him to, to help him, and he helped the only way that he had the option how. No. But, but uh, there was more ways, I think. He could. There was more ways. There was more. The doctor. But the whole family would have found this out. This. Everybody would- You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.